Welcome to Across the Desk and our new series, The Future Looks Good. We're focusing on autism and employment and connecting you to resources that can help your future look good. You are the future. The future looks good. And welcome to Across the Desk. My name is Elizabeth Plouffe, and I am the host of Across the Desk. And we have been delinquent. We have been so delinquent. This is our Future Looks Good podcast, and it focuses specifically on the autism community, employment, employment development, all those great things. So I apologize. It's been so long since we've hopped on. Um, one of the reasons is Paulette's just camera shy and microphone shy, and she just she makes it an issue. I do. do. Big issue. Um, So one of the main reasons actually is that we have been involved in an amazing project uh, that we started, holy cow, two years ago? We started investigating two years ago, yeah. Oh, that just hurts me deep. So two years ago, um, and we're here today to talk about that because shocked to discover we actually haven't done a podcast on it, although we did interview (laughs) Wayne. So, So that was great. Um, so, and with me, uh, across the desk is my wonderful business partner and the chief awesome for Spiro Careers Canada and her own business calm spectrum consulting is the incredible Paulette Goddard. Hello, everyone. I'm thrilled to be here today because she's waiting for her new contacts to come in. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get them soon. Yeah. Soon, soon. Um, and I'm broadcasting live from our office. We are back in tech place, which is really exciting. This ties into our topic for today. Uh, tech place is a, a locally run organization that is a part of the city of Burlington, the Burlington economic development corporation, um, and tech place itself. And we're co-located with hall tech and some other amazing startup companies. And it provides us an opportunity to deliver programs and connect with people that we wouldn't otherwise be able to which ties into what we're going to talk about now. So about a year and a half ago, um, met with, no, what happened? I have to pull my head together. It's Tuesday. So Shan McGrail, who's the executive director of Hall Tech, came to me and said, so any chance you're doing some work in autism and advanced manufacturing? And I said, no, but tell me more. And so we started working with Paulette and decided that, yes, this was definitely something that we'd be interested in doing. Um, Paulette's had an incredible amount of experience with clients who just don't fit the mold, no pun intended, um, for what is considered the normal job for somebody who's on the spectrum. So she's going to make that face that she makes when she just gets so frustrated, which is um, typically people think of the autism community and they're like, oh, IT, game development, software. And we're like, no, no, (laughs) there's a whole bunch of folks who don't fit that mold. My son being one of them, um, mm-hmm. my son's enrolled in the welding and fabrication program at Mohawk college because him sitting behind a desk, God bless whoever he had to work with. Cause they'd want to string him up. <laughs> it's just not his, uh, it's not his superpower. So we're going to jump into what we're delivering and why we're doing it. Um, and Paula, you can give a couple of examples of, of clients that you've worked with that have just not, they are definitely more kinesthetic than, than any other style for work. 
there's uh, many different clients I've had that uh, do not want to sit behind a desk. They clearly talk about the fact that they cannot sit for any length of time. They want to be moving. They want to be engaged in doing something. Some of them are natural builders. They've always leaned towards building things all their life, whether it's building with Lego or building with uh, lumber, the you know, building forts, houses. They've always leaned towards doing this type of work. And for them, the idea of sitting behind a desk just doesn't work. So they were out, they've always asked, what can we do that's active? And, and when you think about it, well, you can work in a store and be active because you have to stand on your feet all day, but then they don't like the have to have the situation where they have to be interacting with strangers or customers on a daily basis. Yeah. So trying to find something that works for these clients is difficult. And that's where the idea of the advanced manufacturing project uh, really intrigued me. <clears throat> and it's a project that I think is, is really, really worth pursuing further. So that's when Elizabeth and I started working together and we started to put together the proposal. And now Elizabeth's going to tell you all about the proposal. Yeah. Super not fun. Um, so I had just started working with the Work-Based Learning Consortium, which is a Canadian-owned and operated organization that offers a really excellent multi-tiered training program that focuses specifically on roles in advanced manufacturing. And I like the way they've developed their, their program because it meets people in a variety of learning styles, because it's a combination of online, coached, in-class. Um, it's just, I think it's great. So, and you know, having a son who's on the spectrum, who also uh, identifies as having a, a learning disability. Uh, so Thomas is autistic and, and dyslexic and ADD. Um, definitely the, the typical education routes, not the best for him. Um, you know, if we'd been millionaires, he would have been in private school, but that didn't happen. So what we're trying to do now, I'm just trying to find, we have this great slide. So if you're watching the video, I apologize for being all over the place. Got it. Okay. So what this program is focused on is providing an opportunity for an information session. And the information session covers the four roles that we are touching on. There's over 56 or more. I believe the last number that, that WBLC provided, there's at least 56 roles in advanced manufacturing that people could move into. But for sake of timing, we focused on CNC operator, CNC machinist, CNC programmer, and mold maintenance technician. And inadvertently, the cool thing about that is that each of these roles appeals to candidates for different reasons. Uh, the mold maintenance technician tends to be collaborative, but still some independent work where you are bringing a mold back into true that has been used within a manufacturing um, facility. So imagine, uh, you know, a huge Lego plant making the Lego blocks. There's molds all over the place. I mean, we know how many different little characters and blocks and different things. There's a mold for each one of those. And, you know, worse than stepping on a piece of Lego at two o'clock in the morning while you go and try and go to the bathroom is trying to put something together and there's a piece that's gone wonky and won't fit in. It's like having that last piece of a puzzle that just doesn't go together. So the CNC operator, machinist, and programmer are specific to two styles. Um, CNC stands for computer numerical creation. That's not right. Yeah, no. Computer Code. numerical something. Could be. Code. Yeah. Sorry, I have it in the top of my head, but it's, it's gone out of mm -hmm. my head. Um, but essentially, it's an opportunity to program a machine to create specific parts for a variety of things. Everything from, you know, the, the widgets in a car, headlights, those kinds of things, that's more mold. 
but you know, the different gears and things that go inside a car, there's a variety of things that CNC create. There's two different types of CNC. There is a rotating grinding, and then there is a lathe version. Like, and all of this gets covered um, within the information session about what each role contains and then what it looks like if you decide to go into that role. What's come out of the information sessions that we've done so far? So we've had over 20 participants, actually mm -hmm. 25, I think. Something like that, yeah. 25, yeah. yeah. Come into the program, um, get through to various levels. And what we are discovering is that uh, there is a lot of interest from the autism community in exploring these roles, mm -hmm. being active, learning a trade, because this is good money, folks. This is the other mm -hmm. thing to consider is that while it may be fantastic to try and take your interest and move it into a career, that doesn't always pay you enough to live independently. And Paulette is particularly passionate about taking skills and abilities and aptitudes and turning those into jobs, because mm -hmm. then you can turn that into a sustainable income that allows you to live independently, move out of your parents' house, get a car, have a life, like mm -hmm. do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm Do you want to I'm add? In, yes, I'm, I'm agreeing. Yes. But independence, when, when I work with a lot of clients, the first thing, you know, the, what kind of goals do you want to work on? Well, I want to get my own apartment. Well, to get that, you have to have the income. And that's what this whole thing is about, right? Making sure that they have a decent income that they can afford to do what they want to do with their lives. And once you get this, this is, this is a cousin to the trades, right? So my husband is a millwright and electrician. And now that he has those designations, nobody can ever take them away from him. And Here's the other thing to consider, folks, is that when you look at a variety of careers, advanced manufacturing, by their own admission and by our research, is in a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. By 2030, there is going to be a 60,000 person shortfall between the jobs available and the people that want to do the jobs. So it is primo time to look at this as a long-term career solution for, I, could be the rest of your life, not necessarily in the same role. Mm -hmm. Because what we're discovering, we've talked to quite a few employers. We have so far 50 employers across Halton region who are engaging with this project. And each mm -hmm. one of them, I, I just about every single time has said they love to train from within. So yeah. if, for an example, you started out as a CNC operator, they will help you train and move up to be a CNC machinist. And if your skill set is towards programming and, and gaming and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, then you can move into CNC programmer. And keep in mind that every time you move up in the skills, you move up in the salary. And because there is such an opportunity to fill these gaps, you will never be out of work. Yeah. And one of the other cool things we've discovered is that employers want you to stay. So for as many autistic folks who tell us they want consistency and they want to stay in one place and, and learn, the employers are thrilled to bits and pieces to hear that because they don't like turnover. They don't like a situation where they have to retrain people and whatever. They want to be in supportive and inclusive so mm -hmm. that you will stay mm -hmm. because they want to invest time and money in you so that you can do a good job and, and get your own place or buy a car, like whatever your goals are. Go to school. Well, no, don't go to school. <laughs> Just, you know, share some of your interests and actually be able to, uh, you know, if you'd like to travel, travel. If you like to uh, collect things, collect things. 
you like to meet people, meet people. These are all things that you can do if you have the uh, means to do it. Yeah. So what we're offering right now, we're, we're going to do a few of our podcasts so that we can cover the bits and pieces because it's been such a rich experience so far. We launched in August um, and I got to be honest, folks, we are having a struggle getting the autistic community to, uh, to get involved, which we are quite surprised about. And those who do get involved, like every single one has had a positive experience at some point. So the short version of what the program does is we ask you to come um, do an information session, learn about the overviews of the program. If you express interest from there, then you get the opportunity to meet with Paulette and she does a bit of an interview with you. And we invite you to participate in a discovery tool set that we're using, which is the Enneagram and the CPP, the Career Personality Profiler. There's some podcasts about that as well if you want to learn more. Once that part's done and you've met with Paulette, and don't get me wrong, not just anybody can go through this. We are Mm -hmm. being a little bit picky because... You have to be able to be independent. You have to be willing to work up to a 40 hour work week. You Mm -hmm. have to be willing to engage with a team. And one of the things that has come up is that you, if you're struggling right now with some social skills, you have to be willing to be coached around that. Mm -hmm. And if you're going from not working at all to working a 40 hour work week in a job where you need to stand for the day and move and lift things and whatever, you need to be willing to work towards that in preparation for that. Um, Paulette has 15, 20 years working in the autism community and 10 specifically in autism and employment. You get a lot of her time out of this program, which I have to tell you is worth a fair bit of cash. So, and the program's free. Actually, we didn't even kick off with that. We should have kicked off with that. That's a very important point. It's free. Costs you nothing. Your time, your time is very valuable, but it's free. And the time is not like weeks and weeks. It's approximately 10 hours. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of of time invested in this, but there's a lot of good return out of joining this group. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Not only do you get the two discovery tools reports, but I review those reports with you and you can actually start thinking about where you are in life and what goals you need to work on and what strengths these reports are telling you that you have. They're amazing. Parents that we had say, this is the first report that's ever described my kid. There's at least two, two that I know of. And one client who said, can I have a copy of this report? I need to show it to my parents because it really describes me. Which is just crazy pants. It's To me, it's wonderful that you have a, 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 a tool that helps people understand themselves better. Yeah. So that's the Enneagram and the Career Personality Profiler. These are all um, uh, available through truity.com, which is the organization we have an account mm-hmm. with. And you get all of those reports. Mm-hmm. You get time with Paulette. Um, once it's determined that you want to move forward, then we invite you back to uh, an overview session. And that takes about two hours. Um, and what we do is we connect you with an industry expert. Uh, his name is Paul Coleman, and he's part of the Work-Based Learning Consortium team. And we take you into a deeper dive into each role. So what a day in the life in each role is. Paul's there to answer any questions that you might have. And then um, we move forward again and you do some testing with the work-based learning consortium and some amazing stuff has come out of that. So far, the individuals who have taken the WBLC testing have all proven to have the intellect and the overall fit for the job, but what is, yeah, the skills and the aptitude and all that kind of stuff. What has come up though is some, um, 
I guess I want, I don't want to misunderstandings isn't the right word, but it's, it's around the energy that you need to do this job. Yeah. And the fact that this is not a, a, a sit on your duff job. This is an active job that will keep you going, keep you engaged. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're going from zero to, you know, 40 and a half, then mm-hmm. we'll talk to you about that. And, yeah. and we'll help you understand what that means. Um, I think one of the major things we've discovered, Paula, is that there's not a huge amount of social that needs to be on this job. No, yeah. the job is very clear. And, and when you think about the social aspects of this type of workplace, what you're talking about is the context of the job itself. You're talking about the tools that you need, the specs that you need uh, to understand to make the parts that you're making. Yeah. So being able to share that information and talk about those specific your specific role with your supervisor as he's giving you instructions for the part that you're about to make. That's pretty much the social interaction that you need on this job. And to me, it's, it's very clear. This is your job. This is what you've been trained to do. You would know the questions to ask. You would know how to interact with that supervisor to get the understanding you need to make that part. And there's always and a clear line of communication that, that is laid out. And I've confirmed that with a number of, number of employers that you're never left on your own to figure it out. There's always either a, a colleague or a supervisor or um, mm-hmm. Ketter that we're working with up in Milton has a, a peer supervisors, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I talked to another organization and they have a very learning focused culture at their organization, which is fantastic. So we are uncovering so many positive things about the advanced manufacturing community and they are genuinely excited to explore this and to help figure it out. What we need is the autism community. So once you've done the WBLC assessment, then uh, we are gonna be scheduling our our debriefs, our group debriefs soon, just Mm -hmm. to go over your experience in the program and what that looks like. And then we're trying to set up a networking event for May or June between Mm -hmm. employers and people who are interested in learning more. You have to have gone through the program in order to attend that event. Um, For a timestamp, we are still in the pandemic with COVID. Um, We're talking to you from Ontario. And right now, um, because this is a Halton-based program, um, we prefer that you are in Halton region in order to participate, although we do have a few people that are are a little further out, but we can't connect you to employers then. There has to be a a Halton-based thing there. So we are trying to do a face-to-face event. We're gonna see Mm -hmm. how it goes because everybody's just sick to the teeth of Zoom and online school and online everything. But with COVID being up and down, we're sort of, we're waiting a bit before we commit to that, I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So to sum it up, this is an opportunity. It's a free program based out of Halton region for individuals who are 16 plus. You must have already achieved your high school diploma or are working towards it. We require about 10 hours of your time for this free program. You end up with hours of time with an autism employment specialist. All the reports are all yours to keep and use. If you're trying to make career decisions, these are great reports to take to your career counselor or life coach like Paulette. Um, and these assessments are coming out with fantastic information that are helping people make informed decisions about career choices, which is sadly lacking. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just informed decisions about career choices. It's actually giving, uh, 
the individual and the people that they work with or their families an awareness of, of what that autism means to them. Yeah. Because everyone is so unique and different with their uh, skill set that comes with their autism. And just to clarify, the, the assessment tools that we're talking about are not autism specific, which is what we yeah. like about them. They, but they do take into account uh, different things that affect the autism community specifically. Um, but it is a broadly a- applicable report. Neurotypical people can take it. Neurodiverse people can take it. It's one of the reasons we've chosen it. Um, and we're getting some great information. So visit spirocareerscanada.ca. You'll see the autism and advanced manufacturing webpage there. It breaks down into if you are an autistic candidate or whether you're an employer, if you happen to be an employer and you're listening, we're certainly happy to talk to you a little bit more, but we need to take the incredible talent that's sitting in the autism community and turn it into a talent pool for the advanced manufacturing sector Mm -hmm. to employ. Mm -hmm. The autism community needs jobs and they need stable careers where learning is encouraged, skills are developed and support is there. Perfect. What we're hearing from employers, they're on board, folks. So not only are they on board, but some of them already employ people oh, yeah. with autism. And that's okay. the good part of this is that they already recognize that autistic employees are great employees. We've heard that. At, or the more fun thing has been, I'll be chatting with an employer and I'll start describing some of the, the things and they'll be like, huh sounds like one of our supervisors. I'm like, (laughs) tell me more. (laughs) Sure enough. I'd be like, it's likely. And statistically, if you are a company of 300 employees, it's highly likely that you have at least four employees who are on the spectrum in some capacity, just a little FYI, drop that little mind bomb on an employer. And they were like, what? I'm like one in six, one in 66 Canadians, my friends. (laughs) So it's a thing. So visit spiritcareerscanada.ca. You can go over to the events page and register for one of the information sessions. They are available online right now, although we have just put a date in place for a face-to-face that we're going to finalize the details today. So I will list that face-to-face event on the events page if you're interested. And then we will see you on the information session. They're run by Paulette and I. Uh, And then we move forward from there. And if you have questions, you can reach out to Elizabeth at spirocareerscanada.ca. Contact information will be wherever you're listening to this. And then we'll move forward. Awesome. We're going to change the world. It's a great program. A lot of great information comes out of it. And hopefully some really great opportunities to work with some amazing employers. Yep. And this is also, please consider this. If you're not quite ready for a full-time job. What we're discovering is that this is building a great foundation for future career plans. So you do not have to be employment ready right now, but you do have to be interested in employment in the next Mm -hmm. little while, because this can profoundly influence the decisions you're making in school, whether you need to go back to school, what you have to do to get ready to be a valuable employee. And you get Paulette. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. It's awesome. It is. That's why your title for Spiro is Chief Awesome. There you go. I mean, so thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We are going to be doing um, a a few podcasts about this program because we're just finding out some incredible stuff. So for today, we'll sign off. 
we will uh, encourage you to visit Spiro Careers Canada, sign up for an information session and learn about the career exploration opportunities in advanced manufacturing. Awesome. My, sorry, my mouse went to sleep. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) I have a new mouse, just FYI, and it goes to sleep on me and I forget. And then I go to use it. (laughs) That's my life. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us, everybody. My name is Elizabeth Plouffe. I'm uh, the chief minion for Spiro Careers Canada and Paulette Goddard is my partner in crime. She's our chief awesome. Uh, And we will talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. Come on. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Across the Desk podcast with our new series, The Future Looks Good. Please check out SpiroCareersCanada.ca to learn more about the resources available to people on the autism spectrum for employment success. Oh, 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 oh,